Well, friends, it is, in fact, Senior Share Sunday, as you see on the screen. If you are new or you just forgot, uh, my name's Kevin. I'm the high school pastor. We're super glad you're here. Uh, but tonight, like I said, you're not going to hear very much from me. You're going to hear from some of our graduates. Here's what I believe. I believe everybody in this room has a story to share. Uh, you may think my life is boring or I've not really lived a lot, or I've not experienced much, but you have a story to share. You do. Your story is not the story. We talked some about this a couple weeks ago at United Night of Worship. Your story is a microcosm of a much larger story, the story of Jesus. Your life should be about him. It's not your name that will cause every knee to bow and every tongue to confess that you are Lord. It's Jesus. And so life is about him. Whether you acknowledge that in this life or not, you will someday. Life, this story is about Jesus. Now, some of us in this room, you know, we, we reject that. We're not in this place where we're really following Christ. Others of you maybe are following Jesus, but you're kind of new to this whole Christian thing, church thing. What does it look like? Still figuring it out. Others have been following Jesus for some time. Not to say that you've got it all figured out, but that's just the phase of your story that you're in. Wherever you are, I want you to understand something. You don't have to be ashamed of your story. You don't have to be ashamed of your struggles, of what you've got going on in your life. It is very difficult to be a teenager in this day and age. It just is. It's hard to be you. It's harder to be a teenager for you guys today, I think, than it even was for me 20 years ago. It's rough. There's a lot out there. But all that being said, you still have a story to share, and, and we want to see you taking steps towards Christ. And we've got four students tonight who are going to come. They're going to share part of their story. Here's what I've asked them to share, so you can be listening for some of these key things. I've asked each of these seniors to share something they've learned along the way in high school. So maybe you're sitting there like, I've not learned anything. Maybe you can pick up something that they've picked up. Uh, I've asked them to share a verse or a passage that is especially meaningful to them. So if you grabbed a handout in the back, they're blank, uh, but you can maybe jot that down if you want to look at that passage in full later. And then I've asked them to share a piece of advice to those of us who are still going to be here once they graduate. And, and this is something that I'm, I'm hoping that I get some wisdom and some insight as well, not just those of you who are underclassmen uh, or even their peers as seniors. So tonight, don't clap yet. I'm going to introduce all of them, and then we will clap for everybody all at once. We got that? We'll see. Okay, so tonight you're going to hear from Colton, Peter, Sean, and Emily. Now y'all can clap for all of them. So how this will work is, I'm going to go ahead, Colton, you can go ahead and start coming this way, and then when Colton's done, Peter's going to come, and when Peter's done, Sean's going to come, when Sean's done, Emily's going to come, and then she'll give me the mic back. Y'all give it up for Colton. Okay, that's fine. Hey, y'all. Um, I'm Colton. I'm a senior. Um, I go to Hillcrest High School. So something I learned in um, Crave is just that community is really important. Um, I think it's great to like go on trips to get to know your small group and to get to know other people. Um, I also think that kind of getting consistent with reading your Bible is also really good too. Kind of get to know the Word. Um, kind of a way to get to know God as well. Um, kind of with me, what I had to do is kind of like make a schedule. Kind of like make myself do it until I actually want to do it. So like once you do it so much going to want to actually like start doing it so um yeah that's my something I've learned through high school um so yeah just make sure you establish a good community and people that'll pull you closer to God and kind of 
um, help you stay consistent in reading the Bible and praying and all that. So, um, my significant verse is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. It reads, "For I know the plans I have for you," says the Lord. They are plans for good and not disaster to give you a future and a hope. Um, I think that's really kind of given me some little like hope for my future and that He knows that He has a plan and that He's in control. Um, oh, you found a stool. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah. Um, that's really spoken to me over the years, kind of when I got, like, a little discouraged with something. I kind of just put that in the back of my mind. kind of just remember that no matter what, that God's got it in his hands, and you don't really have to worry. Um, kind of just let it play out. Um, and then some advice um, is to kind of, kind of goes back to community. Kind of don't fight your battles alone. If you have, like, something you need to talk to, like, talk to your small group. Um, just talk to your small group leader one-on-one. I mean... I have Kevin's phone number, so I text him sometimes, too, and just kind of ask for, like, a little more wisdom. He always, like, connects me with Perry if he needs to get more information on that. Um, also, like I said, to just read the Bible. Um, talk to God like a friend. And once you read it so much and kind of, like, get into that atmosphere of, like, listening to worship music, kind of reading your Bible, hanging around the right people, you kind of have to, like, that mentality of, oh, yeah, like, maybe I should act more like a Christian and not like the world. So that kind of pushes me closer. Um, so like a way that um, something I'm like new in my life is recently I joined um, a program called the World Race. So basically what it is, this is a nine-month trip. I'm going to four countries. So I'm going to Guatemala, Romania, and then Eswatini, which is in South Africa, and then another country in South Africa. So right now I'm raising money for that. It's kind of been cool to see how people like donate and kind of rely on God to help them be able to provide for me, and so far I'm about like a third of the way there. I'm kind of getting some things in mind to like kind of raise the rest, but yeah, so in Guatemala we're um, going to be doing like manual labor. We're going to be um, just sharing the gospel, so basically what we do is we live out of a backpack, and um, we just get to travel to different countries. All the money that we raise goes to like towards travel and airfare, and like we stay in host homes on the way there. Um, but, yeah, I'm really excited. And then Romania, we're going to be, so in Romania, like, witchcraft is really prominent there. So we're going to try to, like, spread the gospel there, even though it might be, like, a little, like, scary or nerve-wracking. Um, we're going to kind of try to do our best to um, pass out, like, Bibles in the local language, um, kind of pass out eyeglasses um, so they can actually read the Bibles that we give them. Um, and, again, we're staying at host homes there as well. And then Eswatini, um, there's, like, I think it's, I feel like it's like 80% of the children there, they're like orphaned because there's like a really big like AIDS pandemic there. So they lost a lot of their parents. So we're just gonna be loving on the kids there um, and kind of just playing with the kids, kind of trying to teach them a little bit of English and um, yeah, just having fun with them. And then I'm not really sure what we're doing in South Africa yet. It's kind of like, it's just kind of like an added on country, like a bonus country, but yeah. So that's pretty much my story. So anybody has any questions, I'll feel free for you to ask. Ask them and I'll answer. But that's it. And here's Peter Gaspich, the legend. How's everybody doing tonight? Yeah! All right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and move this like right over here. This is a little awkward. All right. Sweet. 
Awesome. All right. Now I got a ton of free space. Just move around. I'm Peter. For those of you who don't know, um, my dad is Pete. He's one of the small group leaders. Him right there. My mom's back there. Um, yeah. So I'm a senior here, obviously. Um, I'm also a Brookwood employee. Um, thank, thank you, Kevin and Eric. Yeah, uh, much appreciated. Um, I work production here, mainly lights back here. If anybody out here does actually, does want to help us out, um, we could use all the help we can get. Um, please, like we need volunteers. Talk to one of us. More than happy to hook you up. Anyways, let me go ahead and get started. So high school for me was, whew, let, me, let, me, let me pull up a seat. There we go. All right. All right, I'm gonna try my best not to like ramble on and on today because I literally just wrote these in my hammock last night at like 10 at night. So I'm gonna try my best here. All right, so high school for me was probably one of the hardest times of my life. I mean, obviously it is for everybody, but it's also one of the best, you know. Um, I can't be thankful enough for everything that God has shown me throughout high school. It's insane, all of the things that I've learned and how much I've grown. I look back to who I was in middle school, and I am a completely different person, you know. Um, a lot of people know me as being a very confident, sort of out there person, you know. I'm not afraid to, um, say, speak my mind, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. But I wasn't always that way, you know. Growing up in middle school, I had a lot of social anxiety and stuff like that. Um, and coming to high school, something just sort of, I can't even explain it, but just sort of clicked in me, you know. Um, I suddenly started just sort of talking to people, introducing myself, and putting myself out there, and really, you know, embracing who I was. God um, really started to show me who he really made me to be. And it was really one of the best things that could have ever happened to me, discovering that and unlocking that. It really was amazing. But with that comes some, some difficulties, trying to really find who you are. You make mistakes, you mess up, you know, but you learn from those. So that brings me to one of my first points. Don't be afraid to make mistakes, you know? Really embrace yourself, put yourself out there. Get out of your comfort zone. That's one of the biggest things that really helped me um, become who I am, you know? If I was like, oh, there's some person that I haven't talked to in a couple of years, normally I'd be like, I'm just gonna avoid them, you know, just stay away from them. Um, start to force yourself, be like, you know what, maybe I should say hi to them, see how they've been, you know? There's no harm in it, what's the worst that could happen, you know? That's the, that's the um, beauty of it, is just sort of learning and building yourself and growing yourself through those situations. Um, let's see, what else? Yeah, just like I said, go out of your comfort zone. That girl you like, try to ask her out. She might say yes, she might say no. Who knows, you know? Um, that's, the, that's the beauty of it, and it's through those situations that you grow. It is really, it's amazing how God works to you through these hardships and all that. Um, let's see. Ah, yes, the value of friends and community. Um, my Brookwood community has been probably one of the strongest communities I've ever had in my life. Um, my friends have been amazing to me, especially during COVID. Um, I went through a lot of, I guess you could say depression or something like that. I just, a lot of anxiety, sort of overthinking, feeling like I wasn't really who I thought I was, you know. And it was my friends who really helped bring me through that and helped show me, you know, who, they, who I really was, what they thought of me, and who they really saw me for, and showed me the value in myself when I couldn't find that. And that sort of, that's the importance of finding that good, solid community of Christian friends who really be, be there to help lift you up. Um, 
That's sort of, that's a purpose. That's what God created the church for. Church is a lot more than just this building right here. I know Kevin has talked about that before. Church is not just the Brookwood campus right here. Church is everywhere. It is whatever Christian community you're in, that is the church. Outside of your Christian friends, outside of school, you know, um, anywhere at work, that is the church. The church expands beyond here. And that's basically, that's what God built the church for, was to be this community that we all build each other up and bring us through these tough situations. Um, let's see. Ah, yes, my verse. Matthew 6.27. Let me go ahead and pull that up. Here we go. Matthew 6.27. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? I love how straightforward and just to the point that is. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? I personally um, have battled with anxiety, technically, sort of like clinically diagnosed, medication for it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, um, it's fun. It's not. Um, but yeah, that's something that I've had to tell myself over and over and over again as I battle with perfectionism, as I battle with these inner demons, you know, um, struggling to find my self-worth and my, you know, any other anxiety that I'm battling with is just reminding myself that if I worry about this, is it really going to affect me at all? If I lie awake all night thinking about what I'm, how I'm going to get my homework done tomorrow, how is it going to fix anything? You know, I'm just going to wake up and I'm going to completely forget everything that I thought about. And again, it's what God is saying is, well, okay, let me jump over to Ecclesiastes 1-2 and where it says everything is meaningless. And that's something that really hit me hard is that everything is really meaningless. If you're worrying about these fickle things of our world, you're not adding anything to yourself. You're just sort of all you're doing is you're going to wear yourself out. You're just going to keep on wearing yourself down until you feel burnt out. And I got to say, that's exactly what I did. You know, come senior year, by this time I've worried all my life and I just feel fizzled out. I don't feel who I used to be. And I'm coming back little by little. You know, we're working on it. But like I said, it's just try to not dwell on that worry and the demons as they try to, you know, as Satan tries to pull you back just sort of try to grow beyond that. And again, like I said, if you have that good, strong community, just fall, fall into them, you know, find it, seek help from them. Talk to Kevin, you know, anything like that. Talk to a trusted adult in your life. That I cannot stress enough how vitally important that is. Um, let me see if I wrote anything else down. Let's do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Um, I think that's it. Let me just close up with some closing points. Um, don't be afraid to embrace who you are. Like I said, get out of your comfort zone. Um, make, make those mistakes and learn from them. And it's through that that God is really going to reveal to you who he's made you to be. Um, never let your fear hold you back. Um, like I said, get out of your comfort zone. Talk to those people you've never talked to before, you know? Really seek the uncomfortable... Really, excuse me, seek the uncomfortable because it is through those uncomfortable situations that you're really going to grow yourself socially, mentally, and personally. Um, find that strong Christian community and again, learn from your mistakes and test your comfort zone. Um, that is about everything that I have. Um, again, I'm Peter. Uh, thanks, thanks for having me up here. Um, next up, we got the Sean Humphrey. Everybody give it up for my boy, Sean. Yeah, all right. Stage is yours. Thank you. Let's give it up for Peter Gaspich. All right. Sorry, I need my table. Right there. All right. 
What's up, everybody? My name's Sean. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> so I go to jail, man. Just a little bit about me. I'm going to Furman, as you can see by my shirt. And yes, I am a senior, despite my height. It's hard to believe. <laughs> um, but so I'm planning on studying biology or health science, um, something that gets me into biology, or I meant something that gets me into medical school. Um, so something I've learned a lot through high school ministry, but the main thing really is just that Jesus just never lose faith in him. Like, I've had a lot of challenges in my life. Um, golf, if you ever played it, you know it can get frustrating. Um, so, you know, you have good days and bad days. So when I was uh, in tryouts uh, this year, I did not have my best days. So, you know, it just was kind of a low point for me, and I was just uh, really angry at myself. And then, you know, applying for scholarships in colleges, um, that's, that's really hard. There's a lot of writing you have to do, a lot of essays and all of that. Um, so that, it just takes a lot of work. And then school in general, just keeping up those grades and stuff. So sometimes when life gets really hard, it just doesn't seem like God's there, but he is. He's always there for you. And, you know, hardships and challenges are part of his plan for your life. So that's really what I've learned, just to never lose, never lose hope in him. Um, my passage that has some significance to me is Matthew 22, 36, 40. So it says, Teacher, which is, your, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? Jesus replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. So, you know, this is what I, this verse right here is, try to, is what I try to live by. You know, it's a, I feel like it's a good way to show God to other, to other people without specifically saying, like, hey, here's God. God is good. So, you know, like just showing him what God would do, showing people what God would do. And, you know, um, Brookwood's slogan itself is love God, love people. So, you know, that, that's what it's all about. And it's hard to, it, like, sometimes your enemies, you even got to love them. It's hard sometimes. But that, I just love that verse because it's just, it's what it's all about. So, and then my uh, piece of parting advice, um, as you have probably seen, I play piano in the band, and I actually did not want to do it at first. My uh, dad mentioned it. Um, Kensley was the director of the worship at the time. So um, I, I didn't want to talk to her, or I was hesitant about it. And then my dad's like, hey, this would be awesome for you. Like, you, you already play piano. It would be a great way to get you involved. So I ended up doing it, and it's been one of the most important things in my relationship with God. It, being in the band, you know, it's brought me, it brought me to church more, first of all, and it's also brought me closer to people who would help me with my faith. And, you know, so my advice is just to get involved in the church, find some way to volunteer, like band or tech team with Peter. He said they need help. So, you know, just any way that you can volunteer, it, it will be worth it, you know, just it's it'll really help you grow in your relationship with God so that yeah that's pretty much it and so I'll give it to Emily next hello thank you Peter I was about to say y'all's reaction to Peter was a lot better come on hello no fifth graders are better than y'all come on hello 
Thank you, Nick. Thank you. Okay, so uh, hello, my name's Emily. Uh, I'm a senior as well. You can probably figure that out, but um, <clears throat> I'm excited to speak with you guys. Um, my story is a little bit different than the other three men that have spoken today. Um, I have had some recent issues, not issues, hardships, I guess. Um, and most of you know about them, but I'm just going to tell you the, the one as kind of a background story, but my mom passed away on September 1st, um, 2021. So a lot of my points have to do with that and just things that I've learned from that. So mine is more recent, not necessarily over the entire course of my high school life, but uh, mainly like the last year. Um, so yeah, the first thing that I would say is life is really hard, but God is really good. I'm gonna say that again. Life is really hard, but God is really good. And I think about that a lot. Like whenever I'm struggling with school or scholarships or not having my mom or whatever it is, I remember life is so hard, but God is so good. And he is so much better than any of us. He can do so much more than any of us. And we have to remember that and think about that and know that one day we're gonna be with him and we're gonna be with him in heaven and it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be perfect. And that keeps me encouraged all the time. Um, another thing that I have learned, kind of like I think Peter said it, but and Sean, um, value relationships 100% because they are so important. And you are going to hit those lows where you're like, I give up, like, I don't know what to do. But then you're going to have that community if you've built it, and you're going to see God working through that and know that God takes people out and puts people in for certain seasons. I, most of you know, I've had so many friendships come and go through my high school life, but I have seen how God has used every single one of them for his glory and for his good. So just keep that in mind. Like, it's okay if friendships don't work for your entire high school life. Like, I see stuff on Instagram and TikTok where it's like, this is my best friend since we were four. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't have that. Like, what do you mean? Like, I'm so jealous, but like, that's okay. Everybody's different. And that's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Um, my favorite verse, and yeah, this is my life verse forever, is Romans 12 too. I have a bracelet that says it, and I have a t-shirt. Thank you, Colton. Um, and it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Dang, I wish I had a perfect plan. I wish I knew everything that was going to happen, but I don't. But life is hard, but God is good. It doesn't matter if I know everything. It doesn't matter if my plan's perfect. It matters what God's plan is, and his plan is good, pleasing, and perfect. If that doesn't give you hope, I don't know what does. That is beautiful to me. Finally, my advice, um, one big thing that I have found more recently is find an accountability partner. It sounds really stupid and dumb, but I promise it helps a lot. For literally anything, if you suck at doing your schoolwork, find an accountability, an accountability partner who will make sure that you do it. Specifically for me, it's reading my Bible, and I am not always the best at it. And so having somebody text me and say, hey, have you read your Bible today? And I'm like, uh, 
I know. So I'll be back in a few minutes. Um, but that's, that's huge because like some other seniors said earlier, it's important to read your Bible and getting into God's word is super important. That's how you grow closer to him. But having that accountability partner is incredibly important. Um, also live for Jesus every day, no matter what. Again, life is hard, but God is. Wow, you guys are great at this. Um, so life is, life is hard, but God is good. And live for Jesus every day, no matter what. No matter if you're on your worst day or the best day of your life or your prom day or your wedding day or whatever day it is, the day that you think you're going to die, live for Jesus no matter what. And that's so simple, but it's also really, really hard. When we think about it, we seem like it, this is so impossible, but it's not. Live like Jesus. Read your Bible. Pray. Do things that Jesus did. And um, get involved. I think Sean mentioned this, but, um, you know, come help Peter with the lights or come do worship with me and Sean and Colton. Um, I also serve in the um, Pod C ministry, and so get involved. It's scary, I know, but it's so important, and you're showing um, other people that you love God and how much um, you love him and worship him through your service, so just think about that. And the last thing that I have to say is uh, it's okay to ask for help. That's something that has been really, really hard for me. And there's a lot of people in here that can vouch for that because I don't like asking for help. I like doing everything on my own. I like having control of everything. And it just doesn't work. It just doesn't. And you are going to realize that. If you have not already, you're going to. By the time you get to college, you'll realize it. But ask for help. Kevin is here to help us. Jacob is here to help us. Our small group leaders are here to help us. We have people here to help you. The seniors, almost all of us are willing to help you. You just have to ask. We don't know if you don't ask. So yeah, thank you guys. Hey, y'all give it up again for all four of those seniors who just got up here and shared. Do you know that people are more afraid of public speaking than they are of death? Have you ever heard that stat? Like, people would rather die and confront eternity than get on a stage in front of any amount of people and share. And those four just did that, which I thought was super cool. Uh, and, and listen, I took a lot of notes. I saw some of you taking notes, just some, some really cool stuff. Uh, just hearing what people are going through can make a huge impact on your life. Like, I could get up here and talk at you all the time. But we don't want to do that. Like, we want you to hear these stories because we think they're important. So if something that someone said tonight encouraged you or maybe spoke to you in some kind of way, go talk to them. Like, these are people just like you. They're in high school. They're going through it. You heard some of that tonight. Struggling with anxiety or depression, hardship, loss, grief. Like, go talk to these people. Or when you go to your small group in just a little while, maybe open up and share some of what's going on in your life. Uh, we share our stories because it can help other people. And again, our story is ultimately the story of Christ, or at least it should be. If you grab the handout, the verse you'll see on the front there is 1 Peter 3.15. It says, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks you about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. Uh, I think these four came and did a great job of that tonight. There are others of you who could do a great job sharing your story. Maybe not from this stage with a microphone, maybe tomorrow at school. Uh, or on your sports team, or at work, or even in your own home, maybe the most difficult mission field. So consider that, and consider uh, we're not all at the same place in our story. Maybe you're like, I don't know Jesus, 
I'm real unsure about all this. Take a step. Take a step. Get involved. Get off the bench. Talk to somebody. And if you do know Christ, pray and ask that he would show you people that you can share your story with to point others to him. Okay? I'm going to pray for us, and then we're going to go to groups. You've got plenty of time to talk, to catch up, to share stories. We've got some questions. We've got some passages that we can look at together. Um, if you don't know where you're going, you can come see me, and I'll help you get pointed in the right direction. But let me pray. God, thank you so much uh, for how you are faithful. Uh, God, even when we are not faithful to you, thank you for how you have moved in all of our lives. God, even those who are still far from you right now, you have been working. You brought them here tonight to hear these stories, to be encouraged. For those of us who have committed our lives to you, I pray that you would help us to look for you every single day, not to be lazy, but to look for ways we can make an impact for your kingdom. Uh, I pray for these who have come and shared their stories. I pray blessing and favor on their lives as they move into what's next. And we pray that for all of our seniors who are going to be stepping into the next chapter of their story. God, remind them that their story is not ultimately about them, but it's about you. May we all remember that. Uh, We love you, Jesus. It's in your name that we pray. Amen.